on. Let's have a go. Let's see. Yes, look, it's going up and down. We've just been checking the mic. Uh, we've been having fun with the mic. The very expensive, very big mic that doesn't really seem to pick up our voices. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be picking up our voices, Moy. What if I did this? Does that make any difference? Let's see if that makes any difference. No, but you're, not really. You're, what? What? What is going on? Oh, look. Right. We're going to talk closer. That's no, what no, it no. Is. The whole point of the microphone is we don't need to be close, Moy. Look, let's not worry about it. This may be. This may be one of those podcasts that <laughs> you can't bear to listen to. Well, I mean, I think that's a given, <laughs> isn't it? I think that's one of those givens. Okay, my laugh is being picked up. We're trying to look. We're trying to do a podcast and make sure that we... Do you want to listen to what we've already... No. No, no, we're no. not going to listen to it more. We're going to, we're going to imagine that it works. Okay, so uh, basically I'm more in younger. Well, are we doing this bit now? Yeah, we, we've already, we've no, it. we didn't. We just started I'm moaning. I'm Jen Brister. This is our podcast, Maureen and Jen Talk, where we talk about the things that matter to us. We don't. We don't. We talk about... I mean, do we? We don't, do we? No, we just talk about things that come into our head, really, because well, we can't com- bother to do research. Or do plan you know, it. Uh, somebody was talking to me about podcasts they hate. Oh, and yeah. I said, what sort of podcast that you like? She went, I can't bear those podcasts where you get those t- just two people self-indulgently wanging on and there's no real point to their podcast. And I thought... Well, she'd be listening she to us. she listening to our podcast? <laughs> um, but she hasn't. Okay, but, cool. Uh, Is that Chloe? Uh, well, it could be, couldn't it? Quite easily be. Could quite easily be my 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 other half, my beloved. Um, but it wasn't. It was actually a friend who um, who listens who listens to a lot of podcasts and recommended a lot of podcasts to me, but, but hasn't ours. listened to ours. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think she knows it's, it exists. And despite I wasn't, our marketing, despite our intense marketing. <laughs> And to be honest, I'm not going to tell her about it, given what she said she hates about podcasts, which is everything that this podcast is, which is just a self-indulgent ramble between you and I. An excuse for us but to meet together. It's just an excuse for us to meet, isn't it? Yeah, and, but you did get a very nice uh, message, email message from somebody. Did I? Yes, who, uh, who liked our podcast. Oh, my God. One person. It was a very and nice I, message. And I was so surprised because I got contacted on Instagram, and I don't really do Instagram because I don't understand it. And, uh, and I was like, oh, that, and I thought, that's nice, isn't it? But one person likes it. Well, that's one person more than we thought. Well, you know, <laughs> we say that we say little steps. We say this every week because the the person that likes it sort of is never it's never like one person and then another person likes it. So there's two people. No, one are. drops off, and so then the other one takes up the mantle, and so that's what we have. We constantly have one person who enjoys the show. But never more than that. Never at a time. What? Never, never three or four at a time. But listen, it's almost it's like a, a relay. It's called a cult. Oh, it's a cult. It's yeah. A cult. We are the cult hit. But in order to be a cult hit, you would <laughs> you have to have some kind of success. You've got to really be careful. <laughs> Fortunately, I have great phonetics. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway. Maureen, what have you been doing? What have I been doing? Um, I've been auditioning. M- Maureen, you've I've got auditioned for ages. You've got a part in it. I haven't got a part yet. Oh, I no, might have right. a part. Might so have fingers a part. crossed. Don't, let's not tempt fate. Um, and what else have I been? What else have I been but doing? No, no, I've no, been wait. losing weight. More, well, let's go back. That is great. Maureen is losing weight. We are going to talk about that. But let's rewind to what you're doing in Germany. Oh no! Because Maureen is a constant connections to Germany. It's going to be. Is it a play? A corporate no, thing? Well, it's a corporate thing. I don't want to. I don't want to tempt fate. So no, we don't want to tempt fate. It probably won't get it. Will that help you yeah, with the that, fate? No, no, that, that helps, doesn't that it? If helps, I say that. Then, yeah. Oh, you won't get it, Maureen. It's never going to happen. Does that help? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, forget about it. Dream, dream little. I don't even know why I mentioned it. 
God. But it was quite nice to get an audition. And then I got through the second stage. So anyway, that's the end. And now Maureen wants to end it. No, that's why I want to end that, it. That conversation must never, ever <laughs> be discussed. I did do a play in Berlin once. I did a, a, a um, Noel Coward play. Oh, did you? So you uh, were... What did you say that again? I did a Noel Coward play. Oh, right. <clears throat> and it was funny because the, the, the guy who directed it directed it as if he was uh, Ken Loach and the play had been written by Pinter. So it was interesting. <laughs> interesting way. I mean, if you were... I mean, if you were going to do Nell Cow, Coward, I would definitely channel Ken Loach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the natural... Natural, uh, yeah. It was It was funny because... Natural bedfellows. He didn't really get... It's all about class and, and he just missed all that out. And he was insistent that the, that the British always eat everything with, with peppermint sauce. And I was like, there's no such thing as peppermint sauce. It was like a joke. In the Do you mean comments. mint sauce? He meant mint sauce. Like lamb and mint sauce. Yes. And it's like... And you don't well, really eat, eat it with anything, anything else. else. I know, but he wouldn't... Even though we were all British, he wouldn't I mean, believe us. Possibly horseradish. But I... Mustard. I, I added a bit of French material in it, like a little bit of stuff in French, which went down really well. On the first night, I got a big round of applause. But he... Because he kept... I kept adding business in. I had the smallest role, but it was the best role. It was the maid. And he kept taking the business, funny business out because he went, no, it's better if the comedy comes in later. And it's like, what's a comedy? You, you don't wait you towards don't the end. A, what? <laughs> you want it to be funny throughout. Oh, anyway, You did an old cow play in Germany. Yeah, of in English. Of course you did. And it was, but the, the, he didn't realise because he couldn't speak French that the, the bit I'd added in French, this bit of business was actually very funny. And he only realised on the first night when everybody started laughing because he couldn't speak French. Oh, God. So it was interesting. And then I thought somebody had tried to sabotage me. Of course they are. No, they took a photo. Because I needed this photo to be funny and they they hid the photo from me. It wasn't where it was meant to be. And they hid it. And I knew they'd done it, but you couldn't really prove it. And then I thought they'd sabotaged the door. I had to get in this door and I couldn't get the door open. So basically I took the door off the hinges and it turned out I'd been pushing it instead of pulling it. Oh, boy. This is the best story I've ever heard in my life. And apparently people in the audience were going, it's the, it's the other way. Pull it. Pull it. And the thing is, I didn't... It's behind you. I didn't notice I take I take it off the hinges. It was only when I walked past and saw the guy fixing it, I went, oh, what happened to the door? But I was been taking off its hinges. I went, who did that? And he went, you. you. Yeah. Hang on a second. Were you supposed to pull it, but you were pushing it? Were you supposed I did to push it, it, but you I did it the wrong way. Whatever just, way. I thought she'd way. blocked the door, but she hadn't. I just wasn't um, doing it the wrong well, way. Well, Maureen, you are, if nothing else, unique. <laughs> Wow. Right, so that's, that laugh in itself is going to blow people's eardrums. I keep messing around with the levels on this because I don't understand how... We're using our new microphone again. Yes, um, it's, it's our lovely. Our phallic microphone is back. And I, I, I lugged it all the way up to London. I'm very impressed. From, uh, Brighton. It's very heavy. And um, uh, here it is. And still don't know how to use it. Still have no idea about levels. Still have no idea uh, what we're doing. We... we, we Maureen and I sort of hovering around it as if we were about to give it some sort of fillet it or something. Um, I, I, I'm going to... I mean, I could Google it, couldn't I? I could Google it. You could go- and there'd probably be a video. We did, Maureen, we did that. Maureen and I Googled it oh, when yes, I went to use it last did. time and Maureen got so annoyed with the man that was giving oh, yeah. the dis- he what? But you got annoyed as well. Maureen, not as annoyed as you did. <laughs> I said, well, let's, let's at least... Let's hear this guy out because he's giving us instructions. Oh, it was so Honestly, slow. At one point, he took about what I felt like forty-five seconds to press a button. I was like, "How can your finger move that slowly?" <laughs> anyway, Maureen went, "Oh, let's just skip it." She skipped it right to the end and, and then said, oh, "We didn't learn anything from that." I was like, because we can. Pl- 
completely skipped. I don't have much the, patience. All of the information know, that's necessary. Just get to the point. I know. Get to the point. First of all, so, you know, take as it stand-up comedians, we, we we get rid of a lot of flab, don't we? Uh, well, I tell you what, I do. I don't ever read instructions for anything, um, and I don't. Um, uh, you know, when like if you have an audition, uh, actors if they have an audition, they'll depending on when the audition is, but they, whatever time they have, they dedicate all of that time on the lead up to the audition to get the job. Stand-up comedians, if they have an audition, do zero preparation. Oh, we'll wing it. (laughs) Wait until the the, the morning of the audition, panic a little bit, hop in, hope for the best. (laughs) That's what we do. And that's what we do in almost everything. Do, Do you know what? I love it when you get these... Usually charity gigs, and they say, "Do you want to get here early? Do you want to get here three or four hours early?" And you go, do you "No." To, do you want to do a sound check? No. No. <laughs> what do you think I am, Shirley Bassey? Does the mic work? Fine. What on earth do I want to do a sound check for? Hello, testing. Hello. Uh, the mic works. Oh great. We just we just, just hang around in this flipping kitchen while someone makes burgers for three hours. Oh, for the love of God. It's like, I remember once I did a charity thing, do you want to come early and practice? And I went, practice what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't play the trombone, love. I've, I've done yeah. this before. It's yeah. like, no, we like to get there about half an hour early, Max. That's about it, really. I it? like to, wherever possible, turn up in time to hear my name being called. Yeah, that's not that's not what a promoter wants. But yeah, half an hour. I mean, I I do turn up early and out of gigs just because I can't trust Southern Rail to get me <laughs> to where I've got to go. So I have to make sure that I leave a the day before. A wit- yeah, <laughs> I mean, at times it has felt like that. Um, look, I don't. I just I don't want to go on about it because I know I go on about Southern Rail a lot, especially on Twitter. But could could we all just? They're just the worst train service, I think. I don't know, I think Northern Rail is giving them a run for their well, money. listen, I, I had a preview last week, and the preview, some friends came to see it, so I stayed, as you do, for a drink, after the show, not long, not that late, left, you know, finished around quarter past ten, left at eleven to get the eleven o'clock train, got home at quarter past two in the morning. Wow, how? Because Southern Rail... Sucks big fat dicks. I got on a train at Clapham Junction uh, thinking, right, well, I'll be at home by blah, blah, blah time. And the train said Brighton. And then when I got on the train, it let me know that the train wasn't going to Brighton. It was going to Three Bridges. I don't know if you know what about Three Bridges, but no one wants to end up there. It's basically crawly. Um, and then, of course, because they weren't anticipating that the train wasn't going to get to Brighton for whatever reason, it just went, oh, it can't. Then we had to get a rail replacement bus service. What? Not enough buses. Oh, there's a surprise. Wait, several buses, and then the bus stopped at every conceivable stop from here to Bri- from Three Bridges to Brighton, which, as it turns out, is like 78 stops. We were stopping at places I didn't even know existed. You know, Wivelsfield, Balkan. Okay, I do know they exist, but who the hell goes to these places? It, it just took forever. There were drunk people at the back of the bus. I, I, I was on my knees. I was so tired. And then I had to get up at eight, which I know sounds like a lion, but I was completely broken. And no, that's so Southern Rail should be uh, burnt to the ground and something else replaced with it. Nationalise it. Um, do you get money back? Do you claim Obviously, money back? Well, any other human being would claim money back. I never remember to do it. I've, I'm, well, I will. I shall do that. Yeah, claim Look at it Maureen's back. face. I mean, Maureen will spend. <laughs> Maureen will spend 
a good what, hour, two hours. Getting stuff back. And sometimes the saving is what, 75p? <laughs> I watched on the phone for about half an hour for a penny. Yeah. It's the principle <laughs> of the morning. In my principle is about time. <laughs> yeah, because you're time short, though, aren't you? I'm time, I'm time short, so I'd time rather poor. have the time. Time poor, thank you very much, Maureen. I'd rather have the time than the extra 80 pence. But that's in this what, instance, I should be claiming something. That's what they... they, they just for the, On the bloody principle that they're giving... I'm paying for a service I'm not getting. Yeah, and, uh, well, think about all the commuters at, uh, early in the morning oh, as well. I don't know how these people cope. I, well, this is, says a lot about British people. I think in any other country, would be up oh, in Oh, if this was in so France or somewhere, they'd go absolutely ballistic. Wouldn't they? But in Britain, we're just like, the inconvenience of it. Do you know what? Carry on with our when day. I lived in France, because they always used to have strikes, which I... But I do kind of admire the French, because they used to look at Britain and go, we don't want to be like the British. And you think, what? you know, they, yes, but they don't take any crap. kept having strikes. That was half the problem. They were having strikes, but not acknowledging that they were a strike. So they just said, oh, the, there's not enough drivers and the drivers are off sick. But actually, they were striking about conductors on the trains. It's really Southern Rail from the very tippity top. It's the people making money, the people getting the bonuses, but not giving us the service. It's these capitalist scumbags that need to be stripped of their job and... Nationalise it. Where I can throw cabbages at their heads. But anyway, Jane's anyway, not going to go rant about it because that's not really her. Any strong feelings about <laughs> it, really. There um, is a very funny Twitter feed which I follow. Not Southern Rail or something. He's quite funny. Southern Fail. Or I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, there are there are there are a couple of um, uh, uh, different. Uh, Southern Rail Twitter handles that basically. But take it's good that the, I think the, tra- the transport minister Chris Grayling is still in. That still man should job. be taken out. And, and he should be made to travel on the railway service. Yeah, add, add for a for month. No, yeah, but <laughs> just on a loop. Right, mate. <laughs> You're going back to Brighton. What? I've just come from Brighton. I don't give a shit. Get back on the train and let's see how long it takes to get there. <laughs> it's a Sunday. It could take three days. Change at Gatwick, get a bus or three bridges, three bridges, get the train, get another bus. That happened to me once. Look, I, this, is, this, is not, this is not a podcast about how I feel about Southern Rail. But it's turning into it. It is very much turning into that. Quickly, Maureen, change the subject. Uh, What are we going to talk about? Holidays. You're going camping this weekend. Going camping at the weekend? I... (laughs) With her twins. need a holiday, so that was decided. (laughs) By Chloe? I don't really know if Chloe understands what I want from a holiday. (laughs) I said to her, I'm going to get back from Edinburgh, because I I will literally, apart from this weekend, uh, not have had any time off at all. Um... For pretty much the entire year. And I said, it'd be really nice to go on holiday. And Chloe went, oh, yeah, let's go on holiday. I said, what should we do? She went, I'd love to go camping. And I thought, <laughs> how is that a holiday? Just doing what we do. But, but just more difficult. But, but, but a hundred times more difficult. Where are you going camping? I hate getting up in the middle of the night for a wee. Oh, no, I like indoor plumbing. Where are you going camping? Well, we're going to somewhere in Sussex. Oh, uh, so we're not going too far. It'll be fine. And the kids will love it. And the weather's supposed to be dry. It'll be fine. And we're going with friends. It'll be fine. But I would very much like to go somewhere where I could swim in a... Oh, what was that? You... That's my water. Oh, my God. I thought it was your knuckles. No, no, no. Oh, dear. Yes, as I hit God, the ground. Um, where there's a pool? Or the sea. Yes. Yeah, swim in the sea. I mean, I know I live by the sea, but come on, let's not muck about. Oh, I, was like in, that. I was in the Cook Islands once. Oh, that was gorgeous. We've had the... Listen, this is the second Cook Islands conversation we've had. I know, look, don't don't get me wrong, I think the Cook Islands... When we had our brief travel one... Oh, yes. We talked about the Cook Islands. Cook Islands are lovely. And I went to... I I told you I went to Fiji. Oh, yeah, Fiji's all right. Fiji's. 
Fee Jams. Bee Jams. Well, I went to Bee Jams. Do you remember Bee Jams? Like yeah, Bee Jams. That yeah. was before Iceland. Yeah, yeah. Blue yes, background, blue. The yellow writing. White. Was it yellow or yeah. white? Oh, was it yellow? It was yellow. It might, oh. I think it was white. Oh, no, it went from yellow to white or white to yellow. Uh, but they did some, they upgraded Bee Jams. We went up to Iceland. If you don't remember Bee Jams. You're younger than you us. You are way <laughs> too young to be listening to this podcast and what the hell are you doing? I remember And one... for everyone that remembers Bee Jams, welcome to middle-agedness. <laughs> I had one guy, I had a very young, young, much younger friend than me go once. Oh, are you old enough to remember punk? I went, it wasn't that long ago. And I thought, oh my God, it was 40 years ago. 70s is not that long ago. Oh, I suppose. 40 years ago, yeah. Are you old enough to remember punk? I don't think, think punk died. Punk is still going. Is it? Isn't it? I was never a big fan of punk. No, you're more of an 80s soul girl. I'm more of an 80s Kendall, soul girl. But yeah. We've got, which, you know what, Maureen? If we ever got our own radio show, look, a girl can dream. <laughs> a girl can dream. We could have our show, could be 80s soul weekend. Oh, that'd be brilliant. We only play 80s soul. Maybe some 70s songs, you allow yeah, that? Yeah, that'd be fine. Some 70s songs. Late 70s, late 70s. Late 70s, late 70s. Yeah, 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 because some of the late 70s is Into kind the of, 80s. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Chic and stuff like that, that was late 70s. Sister yeah. Sledge. Sister Sledge, yeah. Yeah, we could do it, Maureen. What, what do you think? Yes, yeah, so if there's anybody, anybody listening who owns a radio anyone station. Who, anyone who has a radio station that would like Maureen and I to play... 80s soul music then get in touch our numbers are 555 <laughs> you always say 555 because they always do that in American films don't they oh do they hey call me 555 what's the number again 555 it's hey, a classic five, five, I went to see the Han Solo movie recently <gasps> oh I want to see that it's alright actually of course it is it's Star Wars what's not to like oh yeah you're a big Star Wars oh, fan I aren't you I love it I love Star Wars I can't wait for my kids to get into Star Wars and we can all watch it together what happens if they don't like it oh my god I don't know what I'm going to do <laughs> We're going to have to make them like it. <laughs> this is the thing, is that you always think that the things that you enjoy, your children will enjoy. Yeah, and then yeah. they'll end up w- watching stuff that I'm like, what is this nonsense? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, because uh, thanks to my parents, I grew up listening to Scottish uh, folk music. And well, that's really caught on. And Scottish dancing. That's we used to go Scottish dancing when I was a kid. constantly at, what, is that a Kayleigh? Kayleigh, yeah, yeah. Kayleigh's at parties, yeah. They're quite Maureen's, fun. Maureen's often out at a Aren't you I'm not often. I've been to Kayleigh for ages. Often out at Kayleigh listening to Scottish folk music and chowing down. I tell you, when I was a kid, we actually used to go and watch. They were very famous at the time, well, in Scotland. Kenneth McKellar and, oh God, what was her name? Moira Anderson. Oh, Moira Anderson. And there was Andrew, Andy, Andy Cameron. Andy Cameron. Do these names ring any bells to you? No. <laughs> no. No, they mean nothing to me. But I, like to f- I just like to join in. I like to be part of something. <laughs> Did you grow up listening to any Spanish music from your mother? Uh, oh, it was the Gypsy Kings non-stop. Uh, no, but we did. My mum listened to a lot of um, just awful Spanish music that was just awful. I don't. I just. I mean, she would be like cross. It's kind of sort of Spanish classical, Spanish opera-y stuff. Almost like operettery kind oh, of. Oh no, Fafula, that kind of music yeah. from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah She's, got She's got that. She's got Fafula. And all that. And when I was a kid, I was like... It's kind of like Gilbert Sullivan, isn't it? Spanish Gilbert Sullivan. Just sounded awful. But, yes, she likes a a little bit of uh, the old uh, Spanish guitar. We had a bit of the Spanish guitar going around in the house. But mainly she listened to Wabba, if I'm honest. They're they're reforming. I know. That'd be interesting. I'd be interested. But I think their voices won't be the same. Because they had such amazing, especially the women had such amazing voices. I think they might not be. Yeah, but they wrote some great, great music. So we'll. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, you know, then uh, I'm not that bothered. No. What am I bothered about? 
I don't know. Southern Rail, you got very irate about that just yes. five minutes ago. I'm a very passionate woman, Maureen. <laughs> I'm a very passionate, passionate woman. Would you say I'm passionate? I do get... I, I went on a mindfulness course. Christ on a bike, Maureen. Mindfulness. Are you joking? I went on a mindfulness course. So far, it hasn't seemed to make much, how much effect. Did, how much did it cost? It was, was free. You know, it was cheap. It was yeah. 40 quid. I got it through the union. Oh. <laughs> Obviously. Six-week six course, 40 pounds. <laughs> no, it was two, two days. But... Um, it, it's quite interesting, but I don't really think I've I've taken on the I can't, I can't metho- methodology 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 yeah, not the methodology. no because I, I you know I I'm still able to a- access that anger anger yeah. <laughs> very quickly I mean it wasn't that long ago that Maureen contacted me and went I think I was a bit angry at something and I was like oh were you and I was like and Maureen went yeah. Let me tell you what happened. And then she told me, and I went, hmm. What was that? What, what, well, I won't talk about it okay. here, but Spanish class. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Don't feel bad, because it was pre-mindfulness morning. It was pre-mindfulness. It was, it was pre-mindfulness, so you, you don't know what to feel Because f- my mum's got a temper, and I remember what, this happened to me. I was walking late home one night, and this guy was walking really close behind me. Uh, I did this in my set, actually, and he was... I thought he was going to jump me. He was that close behind me. Oh, and I oh. just went, oh, I'm, I'm really pissed. This. I'm not having this. I yeah. went, oh, you're going to have fucking tits. And he actually screamed and ran down the road. Yeah. Which I thought, I actually started <laughs> laughing. Oh, you really getting on my fucking tits? <laughs> and he actually... <laughs> Do you know what? Because I was right in his face. I went, you're going to get my fucking tits. And what he just, the hell was he doing so close He to was you? right behind me. And you don't do that. No, and, you don't. And it was so funny because he just went, ah. And he just started screaming and ran down the road. And I just couldn't help myself laughing. I thought, oh, that's my mum. That's my mum. But, you know, he could have just not known his personal space. But as a bloke, you don't go right behind a woman. You never, ever close But obviously he didn't didn't think I was going to turn around. And it was funny. Well, you do. You get to a point where you go, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to confront this guy or... Yeah, they don't expect you to confront them. Yeah, yeah. Well, just in case he's got... No, in my life, I can confront you. I don't, you, like, don't recommend doing that. Don't, but I, yeah, just cross the road. Just, cross the road. But I was just in a bad mood. Get your keys out <laughs> while you're crossing the road. Put them in between your fingers yeah, in a threatening way. But that, I thought that is the type of thing my mother would do. Get your mace out. You're not supposed to have any, but get it out anyway. <laughs> I just think anything goes. In that situation, if you feel threatened, just get out anything. My mum used to give me a hairpin. I said, Mum, I cannot carry this hairpin around with me. <laughs> it was absolutely enormous. I went, I think... What was it? Really, really hurt somebody with one of these. And she went, Jennifer, take this hairpin, okay? It will make me feel better. And I went, well, I mean, I'm going to have to unsheathe it. I hope he's got the patience to wait. But for me to unsheathe it was absolutely enormous. It was classic mum. She was always telling me to go, to go around belting men if they got too close. I think she thought I was stronger than I am. Oh, God. I mean, Hit him first. Hit him first. But it's like, you know, I do a joke about my mum. Who, who, somebody tried... I actually had to temper it down because nobody would believe me unless you met my mother. You know, the, the joke about her being mugged. Some, guy, some girl, 16-year-old girl, tried to mug my mum in Moscow. Oh, good luck. And I know. And basically, my mum turned around, grabbed the girl by the throat, threw her to the floor, called her a cunt, and took her purse back. Yep, that's it. <laughs> and when my mum's angry, she speaks a very old-school Scots. Oh, my God. So there's no vowels. It no, just sounds just guttural. really guttural. Yeah, guttural. <laughs> And then the girl claimed it was her purse. My mum keeps a photo of her in her purse. And she went, so what's my foot you doing in there then? Yeah. <laughs> She's gone down a few octaves there. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember. 
and I don't want this to sound serious because it all ended well. But I remember being in a cab oh, and I, I was with my ex girlfriend, and she um, just, she was really drunk, and he decided that um, he wasn't going to take. He'd taken the, my mate had given him the money up front, and he decided he wasn't going to take us all the way home. I didn't have any money on me. He was going to drop us somewhere in South London, and I was like, no. I said you're going to take us all the way home. And he said, no, I'm not going to take you all the home. She's going to be sick in my cab. I said, she's not going to be sick. She's asleep. Please take us home. We paid for it to get home. Anyway, he went, um, get out of my cab. I refused. I mean, with hindsight, I don't know what I was doing. Uh, also, because my girlfriend at the time was absolutely hammer time and she couldn't move. Anyway, he said, right, I'm going to teach you a lesson. So he locked the doors and he goes, I'm going to take you somewhere and I'm going to teach you a lesson. And in that moment, was this a black cab? No, it was before. Mini cab. It was uh, before. Uh, was it Livingston made yeah, cabs yeah. registers? So yeah, they had yeah, to be yeah. all registered. So it was just I don't know. My a mate, we were hammered. Mate just he just flagged down any old dickhead. Mm. So we're in the cab, and I remember just a pink mist descended. Just a very a pink mist. That's the best way I can describe it. I've told more in the story, and I thought right. Well, um, I'm going to teach him a lesson first. So I put my feet, so I undid my seatbelt. I manoeuvred myself so that my feet were at the back of his head. She's very supple, Jane. And, uh, well, you just, so you're on the seat, aren't you? You just lift your feet up and you put them by his head. And, and I said, if you don't stop the cab, uh, I'm going to kick you in the back of the head. And he said, if you kick me in the back of the head, we'll crash. And I said, I couldn't give a fuck. And he stopped the cab, weirdly, uh, let us out and um, went to belt me. But um, missed because I'm very because uh, well, he was, you know, I don't know if I ducked or something. And then uh, and then thankfully we found ourselves outside the Royal Vauxhall Tavern, which what, was pure for two coincidence. <laughs> two two lezers and this 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 two this lovely gay guy came over and basically saved me from being assaulted from this cab driver. But I always remember that. I always remember thinking, where did that pink mist come from? Because I could have totally panicked. And yeah, as would, would be completely normal and completely understandable and just hope for the best wherever this guy was going to take us. But I thought, if I'm going to go down... We're going to go down fighting. I'm going to go down It is fighting. weird because you, just, yeah. you never know how you're going to react. Like I, Some guy tried to mug me in, in Paris in the a tube and I basically punched him in the face and he went flying. And oh my God, Maureen. You, you've got the hands for it. I've got tiny little wrists. If I put oh, yeah, someone in the face, I'd probably break my. But the thing wrist. was, he wasn't obviously wasn't expecting because that was it. He we were all English or British, and we were all speaking in English. There's about four of us, and then his two friends went up, and then he stopped us on the stairs, and he spoke to us in English, and I replied in Russian because I thought we won't be able to answer back because he won't be able to say he won't yeah. know what to say to yeah. me, and he wasn't braced because obviously men never expect women to go on the attack, and he then he called for his mates. So I thought I'm not waiting for your two mates to get it, and I just without thinking punched him and I mean I was lucky because if he caught my fist I would have been screwed but I punched him in the face and because I was going down the stairs he was coming up the momentum was with oh, me the momentum. so he just went flying and oh, then I boy. zoomed Do you down know I love stories like this I love stories where men beat the shit where women beat the shit out of men <laughs> sorry not the other way around where women where a man threatens a woman and a woman comes out top those are literally the best stories you it's could like, ever tell it's like there was wasn't there some old British woman in New York where somebody had tried to mugger and she just hit him with her umbrella or something you oh, think, fantastic I don't know I want more of these stories but it's you know but you never women know. beat the living crap out but of but then me. again you know if he'd caught my fist it would have been a completely different story But you, and I don't know why I did it but my automatic reaction was just to punch him yeah because I thought I'm not waiting for your mates to get here well I think that's in that instant it was the right uh, I mean you know I don't know if this is good advice <laughs> 
And by the way, I would like to say... Don't try this at home. Don't try this at home. It isn't advice. It's just stories. Just stories. It's just our experiences of assaulting men in public. (laughs) (laughs) Just our... (laughs) And gentle lesbian and wiggly, I'm uh, I'm single. I don't know if there's any... me to post hashtag me to uh, landscape we are we i don't feel any shame in these stories i feel <laughs> come on i'll tell you all on things i enjoy male company but obviously of course you know. i just don't enjoy the male company that is threatening me <laughs> as, as i'm sure most men would agree they probably you know enjoy male company if, if that bloke isn't threatening to beat the living crap I, out I do remember i used to work with this really feisty italian woman called donatella at, at citibank and this, this, this guy tried, tried to threaten us, and we complained to the manager, and she went, they'd look at him, they'd look at you two, and they just wouldn't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> but you two feel threatened. <laughs> we didn't actually feel threatened, because he tried to be all macho, he put his hand, he put his foot by mistake in the bin, which was kind of funny. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> Hello, Mr Bean. <laughs> and he was really lazy. Senior Bean. He was really lazy, so he tried to get out of work, so he, he, he kind of put la- did labels for the clocks, right, we had four clocks, so we used to take calls from all around the world. And then we pointed out the clocks at all the same time. <laughs> wow, this guy sounds like... <laughs> he should be running Southern Rail. He probably is he running should, Southern he, Rail. You know what? He's probably <laughs> chief executive of Southern Rail now. All right, well, listen, we've managed to talk for nearly 30 minutes. I think, uh, I think it's about time. Oh, let's wind this up then. Yeah. yeah. More, more, I love Maureen. Maureen ends podcast, actually ends a phone call. Right, I've had enough. Bye. <laughs> I don't even say I've had enough. I just go... L- okay, literally, sometimes... sometimes We've got to the point in our relationship where Maureen doesn't even prefix it with okay then. For a long time it was, okay then, bye, which was like, oh, the okay then's arrived, so the conversation's over. And now it's bye, and it's like, oh, she's gone. She's gone, Maureen's gone. I do do that, and then I think, oh, I should really... Well, do you want to just quickly tell, because Christian is in every podcast, oh, we yeah. might as well bring him in again. Have I, what, what, what Christian story? Well, the Christian story where he phoned you, but you were too busy to take his call, because you were watching the film. No, no, that wasn't the case. I was in, um, I was on a train. That's why I didn't take the call. But it did sound because I said I'm on a train. I'm watching an Argentinian film, which wasn't very good. I had Hugo Silver in it, but he wasn't in it long enough. Um, and that was why. But it sounded like that's why I wasn't going to talk. Well, to Well, when you told it to me, it sounded like you said to him, "I can't talk now. I'm watching, I'm watching an Argentinian film." <laughs> and then you said to me, "I think Christian's a bit upset with me." And I said, "Well." You ended a phone call by going, I can't talk now, I'm watching an Argentinian film, bye. So he probably thought, what the hell have I done and why is Maureen... No, 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 I think I haven't actually explained that to him yet. But no, it's because I was on the, on the train. You to explain it to me, Maureen. I think after this podcast, you should phone Christian to explain to him. <laughs> because even though Christian knows you really well, I mean, I can remember I phoned you once and you just hung up and it was only afterwards I realised that some sort of fire alarm had gone on before the show. But rather than Maureen going, sorry, there's some sort of fire alarm, I've got to go, she just went and hung up on me. <laughs> no bye, nothing. remember that. Yeah. That was very, very abrupt. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> We like to mention Christian at least once, once in a, in a. Yeah. I don't think he'd be, I think it's because I couldn't, you know, because my phone, I can't, I've got to put you on loudspeaker, which you hate when I'm on a train and you're on loudspeaker. I'm talking to you on the mobile phone. I don't want to be on speakerphone. But I can't hear it. I can't hear it otherwise. Get another phone. I am going to get one tomorrow. Are you? Because your contract's over. Yeah, no, not, well, anyways, I'm getting a new one. What are you getting? Alcatel. I've got no idea what that is. No, no, don't get that. 
Let talk to me first. Okay. I've got a better idea. All right then. Well, okay. we've, got, we've got other things to do now. So uh, goodbye. Bye.